What's up, guys? Welcome to the latest episode of Five Aside. Yeah, I know, I know. We changed our name. But to be fair, you guys probably agree with me that this is a more suitable name for the pod. So on today's episode, we will be joined by my G, Tolu, who unfortunately did not get a good opportunity to properly introduce himself due to technical issues, which were, to a large extent, my fault. But to be honest, by the end of this episode, he wouldn't need any introduction, although I might still make him do one on the next episode. Anyway, enough of the chit chat, y'all. Let's get to it. Yeah, so um, the last um couple of games have been crazy, like a lot of like surprises. What would you say has been your biggest um, surprise so far? The Belgium group or the Japan group? the japan group because i didn't i didn't really think japan i didn't think japan was going to top the group i joked about it but i didn't see it happening and i'm happy it did i actually wanted spain to go home but that didn't happen so but it was a good group it was a good group and yeah i knew belgium was going to go home because they sucked and lukaku cannot be a striker so if if you have Lukaku, you're not going anywhere far. So and then they have Martinez as their coach. Like Belgium, Belgium, they have they play Hazard. Come on, in 2022, nah. So Belgium doesn't really surprise me. Morocco did. You know, one African team, as two African teams have qualified now, right? Senegal, Morocco. I don't really you know have faith in African teams generally. So, still don't. I need to see what they do in the round of 16. I think Senegal, they should have qualified from that group regardless. They should have beat Ecuador and Qatar. But I think England will edge them. Uh, yeah, they should, have, they should have still beat those two teams without money. They have a lot of players that play in Europe. Like, it's not as... They have Kulibali. They have so many players in the premiership and in the English championship. They should win against Qatar and Ecuador easily. Morocco, on the other hand, I didn't think they were going to beat Canada. Actually, Canada, after the first game, I thought they were going to play better, but, you know, what do you expect? I'm actually, I'm actually mad at myself. I expect them more from Canada. But, um, yeah, Croatia should have gone through. And I'm just surprised Morocco topped the group. But I thought it was going to be Canada and Croatia after I saw the first game. Because I knew Belgium was going to lose their next two. But they didn't, you know. Still. So you said you were not surprised um, by, um, what's it called? Um, you are more surprised by Japan. Okay, I guess that's fair, given that they were in a group with Germany and, and Spain. That's fair. Yeah, but I feel so. You don't you don't feel Belgium underperformed? You're like that's the expected because of Hazard and the rest are like oh. So you agree with um, KDB? Yeah, Belgium. Belgium to me were old. 
Yeah, so I agree with KDB. Yes, they're very old. Fad legs. Ventorgan is like, what, 36? Odoar is like 35. All their defenders in their late 30s. The, it, it, it wasn't, the youngest player on their team is probably De Bruyne, and he's 30. Lukaku is 30. Hazard is 33. Witzel is 35. <laughs> this is their starting 11. Jibashirai is like 27. These players are just, they're, they're in the later part of their career. I don't know why anybody has, I've watched Be- Belgium's last chance to be good was last World Cup. And the, the, if you watch them in the Euros, they were terrible. So I'm not surprised at all. But, but Couture made the valid point that Madrid is about the same average age as Belgium. Madrid, Madrid has a lot of young engines. That's true. And to be honest, um, I think Belgium did come with some young players, but the Martinez, the coach, for some reason, he wouldn't start them. Like, Jeremy Doku, I think he's an awesome talent, actually. And, like, I could see the, dif- see the difference from today, like, because it was in the team today. And they look way more dynamic. And I would actually say Lukaku, yeah, he's old, but although he was, he missed a lot of chances today and was bas- basically, like, the, was basically the clown of today's games, I actually felt we were much better with him on the pitch than with Mertens. At least we were getting way more chances probably because of like it was an actual focal point. And I know I know Lukaku can be prof like profligate sometimes, but I feel like people tend to forget that this man has only played four games this entire season. The goals Lukaku missed today I don't care if he played one game. I don't care if this was his first game. <laughs> he sucks. Like, I'm so sorry. Lukaku is a bad striker. I have resigned. Today has, today has given me my resignation on the fact that Lukaku is not that good at football. He, he fooled a lot of people for a long time. And I think he's peaked. This, this is it. I think this is it for him. He, he'll not be better than he was at Inter. That's my take. Now, if he proves me wrong, cool, but I doubt it. I certainly agree that he's peaked. I I agree with that, but to go as far as to say that he's an actual terrible, like a bad footballer <laughs> because of today, because I, I feel like match fitness does like play a factor in someone's sharpness and I guess confidence levels. What what I would say is for the for the for how highly rated Lukaku is in comparison to strike the best strikers in the world, he should not be in that conversation. Yeah, um to me when when I'm when I when I see him having a good game he looks great, but when I see him having a bad game he looks worse than any footballer I've ever seen. I don't think he has a like an in between for some reason because when I think he's he seems to play well when like you know he can like counter teams. At times he looks unbeatable with his strength and like raw pace and like the way he cuts players with the ball. It looks almost unstoppable. I remember one match like I think it was Arsenal. He, he looked almost unstoppable in that game, and I see him sometimes then look very 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 bad. I would say he he has very very he has high highs maybe not as high as like maybe like 
Alan Highway has high highs and then really low lows. <laughs> when, sorry, excuse me. When Lukaku was younger in Everton, I think, yeah, he had, I'll say, he had more of a, um, I think he was leaner when he was then. The bigger he got, the sloppier he got. And he lost like a lot of mobility and ability to play. The problem with Lukaku is he can't play with his back to goal and he plays for big teams. If you can't play with your back to goal as a nine for a big team, you should not be playing for Yeah, in today's game you have to you have to be able to he can't trap the ball. His ball control is poor. And then his finishing, his snap finishing is very terrible. Everything he does with brute force. He shoots the ball so way too hard. Just tap it in. Like, he does too much. He's trying too hard. That's how I feel. And also, for like for a big striker, I don't think he uses his body to, like, to his advantage that much, as much as I'd expect him to. Like, as I remember, like, back in Euros, Chiellini, I, didn't, I, I thought was old. I expected him to actually dominate Chiellini. But it was the other way around. This man's like almost 40 years old. I just, I just feel like there are so many other things that. Yeah, I, I just want to say, if it was any other striker there today, Hurricane, Haaland, Mbappe, Lasandro Martinez, oh sorry, Lataro Martinez, they will score one goal. All the chance he had three. Nah, there's no way. There's no way. I mean, Lautaro has not impressed me this World Cup, to be honest. <coughs> Argentina has not impressed me. I mean, except in the last game. Last game. Oh. Nah, the last game, they were they were very good attacking. I just, I, I felt like they should have scored way more than they did as well. But anyway, let's, let's move on. So, okay, with Germany. Germany is a is a very shocking team. Germany and England are, are, are kind of like their fit, their contrasting fits is actually kind of an interesting topic. Because you see like a lot of like um English fans like um coming at Southgate for his choice of selection, the way he plays, his um um his reluctance in using like their dynamic young, apparently like world class talent, like for example, and how slowly they play their insistence in using Harry Kane, even though he's one of their top scorers. But he kind of slows the game down for some reason, especially this World Cup. They, the way they sound, they sound like they want to play like Germany, basically. Like the fast attacking, young, you know, dynamic German team. You know, I, you know that Germany is very, very open to like throwing their young talents into the into their team, like regardless of experience. And they have one, one of the youngest teams this World Cup. You see, you see the way Germany plays, how they how they build their team around Musiala, and then uh, with the, with their progressive manager Hansi Flick, and then you see England with Southgate, the apparent dinosaur, and his you know Maguire, Sterling on the bench and all of that but then you look at these two countries their last two world cups the last one england gone to the got england got to the same highs and this one they're 
they've at least they've passed the the group stages. They've been quite successful so far. In contrast to Germany, who's doing exactly what England fans want: getting the young manager, getting their young talents. Everybody's exciting, energy, fast attacking football, relentless attacking, and they've basically been kicked out of some group stages. Uh, I think like Salgate doesn't get a lot of. I think Salgate gets a lot of um, stick, stick for for the way England plays, and I feel like he should not because he's going to a World Cup semi final and Euro final back to back. Also, because Salgate is good at one thing; he knows how to play tournament football. It's not about. It's not about beautiful game. It's about winning the game. It's not about all oh, England play a very boring game. I get it. I I don't even. I, England is one of my teams that I support, but I don't really like watch. I what the game they play against Wales was brilliant. If they can play like that the whole World Cup, it would be great. They are capable of playing games like that, but like the game against USA, I knew it was going to be a draw. Because England would ne- they rather draw than lose. Because at the end of the day, one thing England will score is set pieces. They will play you till they have a set piece if they have to. They score set pieces, important goals. It's just for the tournament football. Now, Germany, on the other hand, is the same thing that happened to Spain today. You're, play- you're trying to play attractive football the whole time. Sometimes kick the fucking ball out. Like, do what is best for your team if you want to win that one game. That's how, that, that's why that's why managers like Mourinho will always win t- um, Cups or Ancelotti or co- coaches like that because they focus on tournament football. Like, there's a difference. I know it's not beautiful to watch, but it's about winning the, the most games that you get to the final. So Germany suffered from trying to be too expansive. They were exposed at the back so much and they didn't have the experience to cover that. They didn't have the same players to cover. Like their centre-back pair, only Rudy Gani was doing, whoever they paired with him was never on the same page with him. They got, whoever the second centre-back was get, got beat all the time. And the left-back, Ram, was always out of position. And it's just because the team is so... like I feel like that came from having like a younger team. That USA... Um, England game, it was nil-nil, right? There was no time in which I felt like the US was going to score. I knew England I knew England was playing shit. But I, just, I never felt USA was going to score. Yeah, at all. Because England just wanted to not lose that game. So I feel like sometimes tournament football might not be beautiful to watch, but it works for certain coaches. It might not work. Now, in the league, it might not work that well. But for like 6-5 games, Stretches, Harry Kane obviously can never be dropped because he's is the best English player of his generation, <laughs> and so I just feel like they would win. Um, I could see England go far, and Spain today same thing they had. Like the goals were the first goal was caused by Balde. Inexperience. Like you can't always play beautiful the whole time. Exactly. That's why I was actually, I felt that I was like, Aspen actually, they did that on, did actually on purpose, because if you think about it, now that they're coming second, they actually have an easier route to the final. 
they're gonna avoid Brazil. They are according to um this um the bookmakers, their chances of winning the World Cup actually increased by like apparently six or seven percent because they get to play Morocco. They are, and they're gonna they get to like play basically not meet Brazil and possibly avoid France as well. So now they actually have an easier route to the World Cup <laughs> compared to if they actually won the group. So who knows? And what what better than than getting Germany kicked out this early in the tournament? <laughs> you never get to play them again. And that could be a great strategy for them, but I I would not like to play teams that would be underdogs the whole way in the World Cup. I would I would like a team that will attack me because of the way Spain plays. If they're gonna play like all the teams that are gonna sit back for the rest, they will have a very long tournament. They will have a the when they want they will have a very very long tournament because they are going to play games today. They will grind out those results, and I feel like Morocco will give. They play Morocco, right? The, Morocco will give them hell because the way Morocco played today, uh, I would rather play Croatia than play Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I get based on like rankings and stuff. Mm-hmm. It looks like they have an easier route Round, to the final. Yeah, but, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, anyway, I actually, you know, with your with your anti um pretty football ways, Toby, but in some ways I kind of prefer watching the way Germany plays. I feel like maybe I know a lot of people will probably think it was fact and defeat now, but from what I saw from them, I think in the next couple of years they should be much stronger. I don't think this is the same situation as last World Cup. They got knocked out of group stage because of context. I feel like this is a younger team and they're going through like a transition. All those bars Musiala kept hitting today, someday, next World Cup, will probably score them. And they might go further. I think they are building something, but I feel like they will panic and basically revamp their... You know how like, the Germans are very, very proud. They're probably like, oh my God, they got kicked out of two World Cups. Now we have to revamp our whole system of you know, producing talent, which is kind of what they did. After the 1998 and 2004, where they were like in a similar position right now, they had to revamp their entire footballing culture to come back stronger. I think now, doing that after because of this would be a mistake. I feel like this their team could be much, much stronger in the coming years. I, I, I agree, but like, I don't have a problem with trying to play fancy if it works. If it doesn't work, then do something else. Because when you lose, you're going home. There's no there's no second game. It's not 38 games. Every one point counts in the World Cup. In any tournaments for ball. So, you might be building something for the next four or five years. But other teams are also building shit. So... Exactly. So you can only win one time. Like Belgium's golden generation had one chance. You like Brazil has this one chance to win this World Cup. Neymar is thirty. Casemiro is thirty. Fred is going to be twenty. It was going to be thirty something by the next World Cup. Alisson is already twenty nine. They have Vinny is before they get another group of midfielders that will carry Vinny for a while. It's gonna like nobody knows how good. These other players are gonna be. They are good now, but will they keep 
who will be the next Casemiro? He's been good for like 10 years. So like you have a very small window to win couple. That's why it's so hard. It's so fucking hard. Nobody has gone back to back. That's how hard it is. Because it's every four years. Yeah, but that's why that's why I agree with you. I think, but I think Germany's chance is next next four years. So if they mess up, you know, next time around with all these guys at the peak of their powers, like Musiala and Co. Okay, yeah, then <laughs> it's over for them. Even though I feel like this like this guy is young enough to have two two <laughs> two solid goals. Yeah, I think the boy is special, actually. Yeah, yeah, best young talent. Yeah, do you think he's better than Foden? Um, nah, nah, not yet, not yet. Sorry, I cannot say that to my guest. <laughs> um, Phil Foden is an absolute beast. <laughs> he's probably one of the best players in the Premiership right now. He's too good. Musiala, there are some, there are some things that Musiala is still like figuring out. Like Foden doesn't mix makes any mistakes. I mean, but Musiala, at least, at least, maybe my colleague, the Bundesliga, based on stats, is looking rocky deadly, at least in front of goal. Now for me, I think it's because he's playing in the Bundesliga one, so <laughs> let's take that with a grain of salt. Um, yeah, playing in Bayern as well in the Bundesliga. It was playing for like maybe Dortmund. I'll see like, okay, maybe it's hard effort, but like what Jude Bellingham is doing is more impressive to me than what Musiala. I'm not saying Musiala is really good. It's just he has little things to cut out of his game. Foden doesn't make like Foden has simplified his game. Pick up the ball, move it when you're in position. Foden's shot is beautiful. Like he he hits the ball so well <laughs> and so precisely. I think Musiala has like maybe two years. Or maybe one more season. One more season. It's really good. Let me know. Even I'll take that one. But it's better than Pedri, though. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> I mean, some people will tell you Pedri's the best young player alive right now. And those people will be wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> what? Have you seen Musiala play right now? <laughs> yeah, Musiala's look like... He's the only person I feel bad for in this Germany team because he was giving me his all. Like this man today could not be stopped or he could not be caught kept in the bar. That's true. So what do you think? Do you think Argentina is finally awake? Um not really. I I mean who are they playing? Uh, who does Argentina play? You know? Australia yeah. That's another easy game for them, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's an. I feel like Argentina will will crumble against the better opponent. Um, the version of Argentina I saw the last game, I think they might struggle against maybe a France or Brazil. Okay, so I agree with you. In that. Yeah. They concede too many chances. Yeah, they do concede quite a lot of chances. Um, I saw like the Mex Mexico getting like a lot of like stick. Yeah, just like, but I actually thought they maybe I'm the only person who thinks this, but I thought 
Mexico actually played well in the first round. Oh. Yeah, I think they actually did play well, but for some reason, people keep talking as if they were attacking the boss the entire time. Um, I guess, you know, they lost, so it doesn't really matter. But it did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, they lost that game. So, um, I, I had high hopes for Mexico. They should have scored at least one goal in the first half. I agree. And they, they, they didn't take their chances, so... I knew Argentina was going to punish them. And Messi, you know. <laughs> yeah. That Messi goal was a madness. There was a lot of anger and hate around me. <laughs> I was watching the game with a bunch of Ronaldo fans. So. Hey, what now? Oh. Anyway, yeah, I watched the game with a bunch of Ronaldo fans. And my boy Uzi was was teething. <laughs> I felt the anger. <laughs> well, it was a, it was a fun game. Though. It was a fun game. Me, um, I think I'll say I'm edging towards Messi, but I'm kind of neutral a little bit. Some people might disagree, but I'm kind of neutral. But anyway, So do you think who do you think are the final who do you think are the favorites right now in the finals? Who do you think are the favorites right now? Um Brazil. Why not France? I think Brazil will win it all. France 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 also considered a lot of chances. I don't trust that midfield. Um Griezmann is always out of place. They always leave too many by himself. If they when they play Australia had like what five shots against them? Yeah, I think they had. Yeah, and Tunisia beat them. I know they played a B team, but still. And then um, they lost to... Uh, sorry, they drew... They won... Um, What's the other thing they played? Denmark. Denmark? Denmark? Yeah, they, and they beat Denmark. But even that game, Denmark scored. Denmark. They've considered in every game. And Denmark has been very, very disappointing this tournament. Oh, yeah. Honestly. I, after the performance they put in the Euros and how they played in the... um, was the Denmark tournament for? Nations League. Nations League. <laughs> you see, I don't respect that that thing, whatever they call it. Because Denmark basically played like um, Barcelona 2015 back in the Nations League and all of a sudden they're looking like Watford or some shit. I mean, you know when you play well, like I said, you know, in tournaments, when you play well, people are planning for you. So, they, you, if you're not ready for that, you, you, there's nothing you can do. Everybody start back against Denmark. In their first few games, so and they don't have those players that will break or that striker that will get you that goal out of nowhere. So I really didn't really feel like they played too bad, but I don't know what people are expecting for Denmark to be honest. And Brazil has the uh, Allison hasn't made a save, so if Brazil is that good defensively and they're that good offensively, that's what they might pick right now. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like Brazil has looked awesome. They they basically look, look like a club team right now, at the moment. They yeah, look very much like a club team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think though, um, in their last game. So, um, Neymar is injured right now, and in this last game, I noticed they kind of struggled to create a specialist like from the central areas because usually when I watch um Vinicius and Neymar, they interchange a lot, and that like. Like that's where the bulk of their chances come from. But in this last game with Paqueta, they looked a bit more blunt, I would say. 
So what if he actually, you know, gets ruled out for the rest of the tournament? Do you think that actually plays a factor? How much of a loss is that? Neymar is a big loss, not going to lie. I still pick Brazil over and because even in the second game they played, Switzerland did nothing. Like not nothing at all. The game was, I don't even know why they played. Like it was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> so honestly, that Casimiro, Paqueta, um what's the other guy they played in there? They played in there. Um they played Casimiro Paqueta who Bruno, right? No, did they start Bruno? I think they started Fred. Fred, Fred, Fred. Fred. Yeah, of course, my boy Fred all day. United, <laughs> United Stars doing it, doing it big. You know, with the United midfield, what else do you need? You're winning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's curtains for your niggas, bro. I'm telling you right Arsenal now. That's <laughs> not past our present keeper. <laughs> what? <laughs> Matana will never start. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Wait, it's not for the US. Yeah, but not for Arsenal. Ramsdale <laughs> is your keeper. This is like, let's stick to what's going on. Chesney. He's plays for Juve. The old ladies. Yeah, so I'm just letting you know. Like, <laughs> which has. Okay, Saka played Saka. well. Uh, who else? Yeah, yeah. Yes, too. Yes, yes, yes. I don't understand. First of all, I was about to actually um, talk, have a conversation with my with my guy Dan J about how bad of a first touch Richardson has, only for me to see a video where he comes second <laughs> in a competition. That's not your first touch, yo. But but on an ordinary day, the game Richardson looks like he has very te- like a terrible first touch for some reason. I don't understand how that man keeps staying relevant. <laughs> yeah, because he's good. <laughs> he's a big-time player. He scores important goals. Something Jesus knows nothing about. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> of course, you pick Jesus. And that game against, um... What was the first game? Lavena nil-nil. Because Jesus won't score those chances. <laughs> Jesus is not a finisher. He's a right-winger at best. Boy, he could get Vinicius to score like a hat trick. Who knows? <laughs> as long as three goals are scored. This man is a nine. This man is a nine. A nine that a dynamic nine. He doesn't need to oh score. My God. Oh my. <laughs> I can't wait, right? To later in the season when he just cost us now like two, three games. Are you all have to bury in my life? It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. That man's a monster. Did you hear what what really said about Jesus? He's a monster. Grealish? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe Grealish is not a, a very good source, but <laughs> yeah, Grealish Grealish track record is not good. They said Amaron was trash. Now Amaron is a about a monkey top scratch. <laughs> but don't worry, Jesus. See, honestly. He's a huge reason to why Arsenal is top of the table right now. So I, I can't hate on him. Don't get me wrong. I think he's really good. Um, I think Jesus is one of the best things you guys bought. I just believe he's not your nine. I don't think he's a striker. I don't. I don't respect his finishing enough for him to. If 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 Jesus can score twenty goals, why is he starting as your nine for Arsenal? 
like Arsenal is a big team. Your your main striker, you had Van Persie, you had Henry, you had Wiltard. All your successful times, you have had good strikers. So, why would you have a striker that is giving you 15 goals a year? Come on, guys. I, I get your point, but if Gadula has told us anything, you can win the league without having a striker who scores that many goals. Yeah, but Pep is Pep. <laughs> That's that's Pep. That's not Ateta. What do you mean this is Ateta? You, oh you, you know who Ateta is? <laughs> First of all, the reason Man City is that good is because every time Man City takes off a player, the next player is equally as good. You can't say that about your team. They literally outclass every other team they um, they play because if they saw about a player, the next player coming in can do exactly the same job. That's how good Man City is. So don't compare it. Your your bench is Smith Rowe. Please stop it. That that's fair. But but don't worry. At the moment, we are the best team in England. Of course. We <laughs> lost one game though, and that one game was to me. Fair, it's fair. That's fair. <laughs> anyway, we digressed. We we'll come back. Digressed a little bit. Yo, so this is from our producer Benji. The Senegal, our other Af. Wait, what? This guy, what did you write? Senegal. Okay, our other Africans supportive of any African country other than their own winning the World Cup. Dog, this guy almost. I cried when Ghana. <laughs> I, I feel like it, I feel like it depends, you know what I'm saying? Like for me it depends on who it is, you know what I'm saying? Like if a French African country like I, I it depends on how far they're away from Nigeria. Like if Senegal wins, I'm fine, you know what I'm saying? Like it won't happen, but if they won, I'm okay with that. If like or you know, if like <laughs> if like Egypt won it or like, you know, or even Cote d'Ivoire. But if like Cameroon, nah, that's too close. If like Ghana, 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 imagine Ghana wins. They will never. They 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 got to the quarterfinals. We have not had the last of it. Talk less of, talk less of. They won. I agree, and that's because of like, um, I've been here a while now, and like, is this? Um, I can feel the rivalry between Ghana and Nigeria. But yeah, when I was in Nigeria, because I was in Nigeria during during twenty ten World Cup, I really, I didn't really. Feel, yeah, I didn't yeah. really care. I didn't feel that. So I was just supporting the other African team. Yeah, I, I remember being very heartbroken when um when Suarez did the thing. What, what do you think about what Suarez said today? I actually, I actually agree with what he said. To be honest, he, it was a penalty. He, he he was thinking about Uruguay. Yeah. The first on his mind was save Uruguay. Any other player in his shoes would do the same thing. Pro- would probably do the same thing. To be honest. <laughs> But you had the penalty to to like rectify the situation. Exactly, that is on Baby Jet for missing that as a Morgan. <laughs> baby Jet, though, you know, respect I, to I, a legend, respect to a legend, respect to a legend all day, all day, you know. But you should have scored that PK. Come on, didn't he miss again in the in the in the penalty shootout? Yo, did he? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> did he miss I twice? Don't, I don't think so. I'll, no. I'll, have to, I'll have to look that up. If he missed one, that would have been crazy. But anyway, I mean, this World Cup, though, I, I, 
I think I'm supporting. I support Morocco. I don't, I'm yeah. not. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure it's because of their African. Just because like they're on the, an underdog and they're playing quite well. Mm-hmm. But I, I support them. Yeah. To be honest, this might be kind of controversial, you know. Yeah, Egypt sucked they really sucked, bad. They so were right, really right, bad. Right, um, right. You know, a little bit controversial, a little bit. Arabs are really fucking bad. So, to be honest, do I support Morocco? Let's be honest. Let me see that. So, all these, I'm only supporting Senegal right now from Africa. And, you know, they're black like me, right? Together, black power. Um, and Ghana, obviously, they're not going to do shit. It's Ghana. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> they will lose to they will lose tomorrow. Uh, oh, wait, uh, it's gonna, they're already out, Abby. Oh, okay. They play tomorrow. Yeah, well, oh, Ghana qualified? They don't qualify yet, but I think they, they, are, they can't qualify. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. They go lay an egg. <laughs> <laughs> they go lay an egg. They must still lay an egg. Their favorite meal. <laughs> oh, well, me and Ghanaians, no catch you. <laughs> But yeah, see, I want. I'm supporting Ghana. Don't mind. I'm in Ghana. JK, JK, I support African countries. All black players, you know. I'm just fucking with you guys. Um, but Morocco is. I think Senegal and Morocco have the best chance. Ghana, because also because they also already qualified. Yeah, Senegal is playing England. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good game. I think. I think Senegal can be England because England will sit and um, Senegal will sit real back and counter them with like Sa and players like you know Dia, but but I also believe that England should be whooping their ass. England should win that game comfortably in reality, but then again, it's England. Talent wise, I get what you're saying, but. I'm pretty sure England will find a way to make that match very, very difficult and give people hope. <laughs> give Senegal this. If they start Marcus Rashford, <laughs> they will win. <laughs> well, um, that's that's fair. But I, I, I hope <laughs> I hope Senegal beat England. God damn! I, I need some <laughs> some drama. <laughs> no, actually, I hope Senegal beat England because. You know, colonization. But um <laughs> But you know, just dropping that hint out there. But um Um yeah. You think So we have to do a a prediction. So let's let's go to the let's go to the game. So Netherlands USA. <laughs> Netherlands USA. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of tough. Because you know, let's analyze. Let's analyze this. You know, my boy Frankie De Jong. You know, is playing. And Capo is also impressive as hell. And Netherlands, one thing they have done, one thing they have done is score goals. So I know they can score. And I've seen the US score again. The one team they play Iran, but that was not a game. So I really don't feel like 
they should have won that game. They should have won that game easily. So I would I'm going for Netherlands. I know. I think the USA struggles to score goals, so I'll actually go for Netherlands to win that game, maybe two zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I'll I'll, I'll go with Tony because USA 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 really struggles to score goals from what I saw. Um, Argentina Australia, I'm going for a Argentina victory for sure. The Messi masterclass. Um, I'm going for Australia shocker. Um, actually, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, you know, I think Argentina would go through. Um, they, they should have fucked this up. That would be crazy. But yeah, Argentina should win 3 0. Let's go, man. This one, do we even need to France, Poland, France, France, Poland, Poland. In fact, I actually wish. I low-key, I low-key kind of wish Mexico qualified because they look like they wanted to go through more than Poland did, in my opinion. I think everybody wanted to go through, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. Um, France, yeah, with the way Mbappe is playing right now, obviously the best player in the world. Um, yeah, I think France should eat that. Yeah, France should win that. Maybe like, Two one. We need to get named on this sport for Mbappe versus Haaland. I don't understand that comparison. To be honest, I I I love Haaland. I respect I respect him. I think he's probably one of the best players today, and one of the most efficient players today. But come on, like, how can you even compare? <laughs> no, um, I think Haaland is is close. It's very close because it doesn't. It, at the end of the day, right? Okay, me anyway. The way I look at football is who wins games. Haaland wins games, and so does Mbappe. So the only thing is Mbappe has more skill, more drive. He's more dynamic as a player. Mbappe has better skill level than him. But at the end of the day, like, am I losing having either either of them? Like either one will give me the same results, or at least close to it. Anyway, no, I I definitely agree with that. But I feel like Haaland, just on his own, looks a little bit more blunt than Mbappe on his own. I because I, I saw a couple of games where you like where you basically mark out um Michael Roy from the game, or mark out kid like their last match you mark out KDB and Bernard is having a bad game. Alan ends up having like four or five touches and doesn't do jack the whole game. But Mbappe, on his game, he just needs to find a defender he could he can bully or just like run through. And he's going to he's going to run like riots. Like I said, I think Mbappe is a better player. It's just like I also think like he's older, so like. Let me see Haaland in like three years. Like when he has a old hold up play, when he has like, you know, better turns. He'll get better. So let let's let's see, but right now, right now. It is MB. It's MB seven, bro. Honestly, it all depends on depends on the team the team you're trying to create. So like if I want to a striker, a nine, I'll go with Haaland. Yeah, <laughs> 
Like that a, one is so good. <laughs> so you want to you want to know my nine? Literally okay, changes in the game right now. So, no, so I I get what you're saying, bro. But if I want a nine, it's easy string. I'll go with the Haaland. I get okay, it, Haaland. but like that to pick Haaland. I'm Mbappe. I'll pick Mbappe. I'll pick Mbappe. I'll pick Mbappe. That's just one player. Just I'll pick one Mbappe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're going with France. Me, yeah, I'm going with France. Okay, I'll just go to Zulu. Mas is hungry. England, Senegal. Oh, you said Senegal, yeah? No, England. Let's be kind. Let's be kind. All right, my predictions. Um, I I just can't. But there will be a surprise. I I can't envision. So it might be Senegal. It might be. He wants Australia to be the surprise. I want my surprise to be Australia. Mind blown. The people will literally swallow Messi alive. Yeah, that'll be crazy. I hope I hope that's not the case. But England, Senegal. Yo, I envision a surprise. Yeah, you, you, you envision England, no, England, Senegal. I think I want Senegal to win, but to be honest, yeah, logic, England should be winning. Yeah, it's just like I want Australia to win, but I'll be like, Australia win. Japan, Croatia. Hey, this one had. You know. I, I, I'm giving Japan the nod. Yeah. Right Croatia has been kind of pretty ass a little bit. They play in a similar way. They do. They've done the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but the thing about Croatia is that game that they that they did beat four one Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they won in Canada. So but they were just counting though. That's what I'm saying. That's what so, Japan does. But that's but what I'm saying is that yeah. the Croatia Croatia might be because of that game. That's a whole next round. Yeah, because I I feel actually Japan might Japan have Japan presses. Run. You know why? I think Croatia will feel as. The favorites, they might feel compelled to behave themselves. Yeah, to actually try to attack, attack yeah. and that might play right in Japan's hands. And Croatia is not that good when they're the ones actually attacking. Yeah, and they're very, um, they're like they suffer from the Belgian French as well. Don't they? Yeah, they're old. Yeah. So what about Morocco Spain? <laughs> that might be the surprise. Um, <laughs> I would love that to be surprise number two. Obviously, yeah. I want Morocco to go through. Shout out my boys, you know, who can love us out there. Uh, Akim Ziyech, Akimi. Who's the other guy? Bufal. Saiz. Yeah, nigga, I know stuff about my boys. I know, I know, I know like four. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a good number. And um, isn't Demiral from Morocco? Demiral? Or is he Tunisian? I know he's from one African country. Producer, check. Producer. Where's the mirror from? Algeria? Maybe. Maybe. Check. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. Tunisia is, is out? Or they're in? Um, they're even... I think they're, they're out. out. They're out. They're out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, um, we still have Portugal playing Ghana. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, playing Cameroon. Um, Brazil playing Cameroon. They're not playing Uruguay. That's Uruguay. Uruguay, the match of the crazy 2010 um, quarterfinals. Hand of God reverse, exactly. And then South Korea, Portugal, Cameroon, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland. Crazy. Um, I have Brazil. Brazil is winning the group for sure. I have Serbia. Yeah, Serbia probably beating Switzerland and qualifying. I have Uruguay. Uruguay, Ghana. You have Uruguay. But I, Ghana should win. I actually have. I have Ghana beating Uruguay. Uh, Ghana should win that game because I think they're 
chalet. But I just have a hard time to get there. Like, I love you guys so much. I think gonna. And um, gonna so that's why I don't really support the project like that. Not because I, it's just too hard to work for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you want them to win so bad, and then they lose all the silly matches. I see Portugal still in the group, even though I see South Korea surprising them and beating no, no, them. No, no, Portugal will lose this one. If they play the right team, mm-hmm. they should get this. If they yeah. play the, th- obviously they will play. Uh, but Dalu will play all the time, so they're never gonna. South South Korea is rubbish. Yeah, they're not that. They're good. not that good, but I see them surprising Portugal a little bit. I feel like Portugal might actually put that game together and pull it through. I reserve their energy. No, I think Ronaldo will play for Portugal. That's fair. Yeah, so whatever they have to do, they have to do. So That's a good point. I forgot about that. That makes sense. But I, I still see, <laughs> see Ghana qualifying. All the way to the final. Uh-huh. Portugal is my dark horse, by the way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're already playing like they did in Euros, so I don't, I don't like that. I, I smell danger. I feel like the worse they play, the more dangerous they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, just 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 watch out for my boy. You know, the best player in the tournament so far. Who's that? Bruno Fernandez, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Yeah, come on. Two has the most the most goal involvement in the in two games. He hasn't even played the last game. He already has two goals to assist. That's my boy. You know, one of the best players in the world right now. That's that's no bad chance for anything. <laughs> Bruno Fernandez has been very, very good. He's been immense. But Cody, Cody Gatwell. <laughs> yeah, Cody, Cody coming to United next year as well. Um, mind you, I just want to, the last thing I want to say before I start this podcast is, um, remember when I said that mine is about to be beasting? I know I'm saying this on podcast and it's forever, so I hope this ages well. But if it doesn't, shit, I still stand by my words. Mind you, yeah, Arsenal, they're not going to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> and United next season will be in the title challenge. Mark my word. We're winning the league. <laughs> I've said it. Anyway, it's been nice chatting with my guy Tolu. See y'all next episode. Make sure you guys subscribe to Five Aside. Follow us on all social media platforms, as well as make sure you check out our, you know, podcast page and see what we have coming next. Okay, all right, all right. Bless up, guys.